ATL Sports Talk with Eugene Morgan coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, the lost city of Atlanta via iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Spotify. Eugene, we have some NBA news. The best kind of news. It is. It's the best kind of news for they're people even, like they're you not and even me. Waiting, they're not even waiting for the, the playoffs and finals to be everywhere. We're no, starting right up. They were like, Let, <laughs> let's, keep the, let's just get the news going now. Yes. So let's start with what the lost, what the Boston loss means for Kyrie. Let's start there. Uh, what do you think is next for Kyrie? Is he in a Boston uniform next year? Uh, I would say no. He's got a is player. Is that a hundred percent? I would say hundred percent. Why, why go back? I don't, mm. what's, what's the draw to go back? I mean, I, and I keep seeing like potential places for him to land and I don't know if they're just throwing Boston on there since that was his last team. You know, it's, it's it's like let's we'll throw Boston on there as the honorable mention. You know, I I I don't see him going back to Boston. Well, here's the thing: do they want him back in Boston? So that's what I, I was. You know, going, there that's, you go. That would be my question: Do they let's want get him back? Into let's get down to brass tacks here. This is good for both. Let's just come on, come on, Eugene. This is good for both people, both parties. Like, why would you want to go back, and why would they want you back? Right. I mean, this is uh, this wasn't a great season for either party, for the team nor Kyrie. No, there was all, you know, it all started too when at the at the season ticket uh, convention, he comes back. He's I'm I'm going to sign with Boston, and a few minutes later on, he goes, Ah, oh, well, we'll we'll have to see what you know. And when he's asked that question again, we'll have to see how the season plays out. So, all right, again, and then you we've all seen the ups and downs of this team. I asked Boston, why would you want him back? Especially when you've got Antonio, I almost said Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> when you've got, you know, that great guy from New Orleans that you have enough picks for and enough talent to trade for. Right, right, right. So what do you think that he goes? What are your what are your well, landing I, spots I here? Still, I'm still gonna go with New York. That's my. It's been my number that's one. That's a Eugene dream that's my right number there, one. man. That's you. You have been very consistent on the three-headed monster of the Zion, KD, Kyrie, three-headed monster. You've been very consistent. On it. You want to bring New York back to? You know what that would do? Do you understand, Eugene, that that would bring New York into instantaneous being relative? Yeah. Like what's happened to Cleveland over the last yes. couple of years, and what happened to Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns. Of of this past free agency, yeah, free agency, instantaneously relevant, yeah. So you're trying to tell me they become in, even more so because you know the NBA is very player heavy. So even more so, instantaneously relevant. Yeah, I think so. But then we also have the rumors that him and you know uh, LeBron are making up. So uh, I mean, I just don't see that I, happening I don't either. I see that being a situation where you just kind of come to terms. It's like an old relationship. Yeah. Maybe it broke up bad, yeah. you, but you've seen each other later in life <laughs> and you decide to come to terms. Maybe you talk it out. Maybe you hash out and you kind of walk Both people walk away from that conversation feeling better about life, but you yeah. don't want to get back together. All right. Right. You just right. feel better about life. Yeah. You know, we're both moving on with our future situations. Yes. Yes. You know, but it's, I've been hurt. I've heard that as well. Now I've noticed you got five teams here in your notes. You have the Knicks, of course, the top of your list. Is this in rated in order? Or is this just like, because I got, I see Knicks, Lakers, just, the, Clippers, Nets, I was just Celtics. Jumped, yeah, I just jumped on a bunch of different sites and was seeing who were the, and those were the most consistent ones that were coming up. And one and two were definitely New York and LA. 
And I don't know. I don't know if LA has jumped to the top of that list. And, and it seems like, you know, I'm waiting for the Instagram post to start popping up Twitter posts. Kyrie and L LeBron are hanging out at the at Laker games or the yeah. LA, LA galaxy games or whatever, you know, I could see. Um, so I don't know if that's, I could see but, it, you know, you know, I mean, I can see it, but I don't see it actually happen. Like I can see why people say it. I'll say yeah. that's about to better for me. I can see why people say that, but me personally, I don't see that happening. And and I would be shocked if that happens. Like New York, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, the Nets kind of, depending on if, if KD decides to go there. I think that a lot of that depends on where KD goes. Yeah. I think that's the driving force. I really think he, um, but again, he left Cleveland because he wants to be the number one guy. Is he, is, is he waking up enough to realize after this Boston series that he's not the number one guy? Or I think that's difficult. That's is, still going to be difficult. Yeah. That's difficult. That's a difficult pill to swallow when you feel like you are the number one guy. Right. It's a difficult pill to to swallow um, because clearly he's not no. the number one guy. No. And do you think that he could ever be the number one guy no. in your opinion? We we and we talked about this on off the pod, and we both agree he's not a number one. This series was a glaring indication that he's not number one. Okay, so he's a great number two, a great, a great two, yeah, a great two, a great Robin. And the the problem that I've always had with Kyrie, not him personally, because he's a great player. Uh, the problem I've had with the perception of Kyrie is when you see players, and this is just a testament to the to the few players that can actually be number one in this league. It's a testament to how hard it is to carry a team in any league, but right. it, how hard it is to carry a team and have everything. The buck stop with you. Right. Um, you're going to get the blame. You're going to get too much of the credit, but you're also going to get too much of the blame. Right. And then you're going to have uh, chemistry issues. You're responsible for how the team is even perceived at that point. We right. get a number one guy for a team. And when you look at Kyrie's track record, Eugene, I see a player who has been the number one player on a team when he was with Cleveland and they picked in a lottery all the time. Yeah. They picked in a lottery all the way up until LeBron came and then they, they got uh, Wiggins, right? Got Wiggins all the way up the, the previous year before LeBron got there. And then they shipped him out for, for Kevin love shipped him and Bennett out and Bennett was horrible pick, but still in the picked in the lottery also. So you, uh, Anthony Bennett, you have players that were chosen in the top one, two, three spots, you know, while Kyrie was there. Right. If you're always picking in the lottery and you're the number one guy on the team and you're always in the lottery, um, the proof is here that right. you, that you uh, might not be that number one guy. And it hasn't been settled, Eugene, because even though Boston went very far in the playoffs last year, he wasn't there. No, he, he played, well, he played the first 60 games, but then he got, again, that team came together after he was injured. <laughs> and they, they looked better without him. Yeah. You never want to see that. Now, no. I think that if you're a team, it's like, let's go to relationships. Do I hope my exes are doing well? Yes. I don't want them doing better than me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> Eugene. I don't. <laughs> I, I wish you, I wish you luck. Especially when you break up the first, when you break up, you want to at least have the girlfriend or the significant other forever first before the other person before the other person yeah, yeah. does and i want them to be better looking yeah, and younger exactly. and more i want all of that right so let's think about how that works for anything let's go to our job right if i leave a job if that job happens to go out of business it probably isn't because of me but i'm not sad i'm like well listen i was there you i was there we were really me. getting it in and it was great <laughs> you know i left and uh, i'm pretty sure maybe i had 
other issues, but now they're not in business anymore. Okay, that's that, that's kind of I, am I happy they went out of business? No, but uh, uh, I don't want you. I don't want business to pick up after I leave. Right, right. And and this is kind of what happens to Kyrie. I'm sure you want your team to win, right? But do you want your team to always win when you're not playing? Because then guess what? Looks like it's the problem. Yeah, looks like it's you. you're the problem. You're the problem. Yep. We're a game away, a game away from the finals last year. One game away. Whoa, yikes. That's horrible. So you have Kyrie going to New York. Maybe he goes, maybe he realizes he's comes into his role, realizes, hey, and, and this would be great for him because he did call LeBron and they kind of talked it out. One thing I tell people, because I was I've I've had roles as um I've had roles as being a staff member and I've had roles as management as right. of late. I've been in management later on um, in life. It's not for everyone, guys. No. Not everyone's cut out to be an owner. Not everyone's cut out to be a manager. My best advice for anybody looking to get into any kind of management position, look at your life and see, do you really want that? Yeah. Do you really want it? Right. Sometimes you just want to be able to come in uh, do your job and, and check out. Yeah. When you're in a management role, it's much harder to do that. Yeah. And when you're in a leadership role a number one guy role, it's much harder to do it. You know, you're, everything is resting on your shoulders. Yeah. And I think that's what he wants. I don't think he wants to be that. I mean, he says he does, but then he, then he portrays the exact opposite because you do it and you yeah. see how hard it is. Anytime you're moving into a position that you didn't have before and you get let uh, let in on a few more secrets, a few more, you privy to much more information of what that role entails. Right. You can begin to see why some of the decisions are made in that role because you have your access to more information. You begin to see that it might not be all as cracked up to be for you. Right. Specifically. It might not be something that you want to do and who cares? Yeah. Go live your life. You can make your millions of dollars. Yeah. You can be continuing for chips in Kyrie's uh, role. He's already got a chip. Yeah. You're playing with house money, Kyrie. You can go into another team, contribute and be loved there. Especially if you go to a team like him and Katie are in a situation where if they go to a New York team that has been abysmal in recent memory. Yeah. They're going to get a lot of credit. Yeah. They're going to get a lot of credit. Let's say they take the New York to the Eastern Conference Finals next year. That's going to be a 180. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a 180 and yeah. they will get a ton of credit for it. So he's still Kyrie's still in a position where he can play um, for a team and still his story is not over. It hasn't been written. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it, this is a season. It's a bad season, but his story is not over. No, he can go to New York next year and we are going to forget about this Boston situation. It'll be a blip on the radar. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'll be oh, a yeah. blip on the radar for yep. him. If he turns it around. Absolutely. So we'll see what happens with that. Let's move on to the draft, which is coming up this week. So. Eugene, one of the things that I have become to notice from being in a city where our team has not done great is that this is what cities do when your team sucks. We look forward to the draft. And in that, we look forward to the lottery. We look forward to seeing where we're going to be picking next year. Now, Atlanta has a 10% chance at Zion. They do. I will be, come the 14th, I'm going to be sweating bullets. 
I need this to happen. I need this to happen. I need this to happen for my mental health. I need this to happen <laughs> for the fact that we got Trey Young and I feel like it'll make up a little bit for my Trey Young situation because I feel like Trey Young and Zion would be amazing. Oh yeah. So it would make up a little bit for my Trey Young situation because I feel like Trey Young's a great player. I just feel like Luca's better. And I feel like we gave away the best player. Mm-hmm. I think gave we gave away, away the best player. We gave draft. away the best player to draft. We yep. just we had him and we gave him away. This is not like a Brett Favre situation back in Atlanta back in the day when we had Brett Favre because we, we, we had uh, a great quarterback, a quarterback that came off a great year the previous year. You know what I mean? We had a great quarterback. There was no reason at that particular time we to know that Brett Favre was going to turn into Brett Favre was right. And we already had a great play, co- player at that same exact position. Right. Okay. I think a lot of teams would have made that same move. It's only in hindsight. Do you think like, oh, Atlanta, what are you doing? A lot of teams would have made that same move. If you have a great quarterback that's already there right. and you have another guy that comes in, that's not l- lighting it up immediately. Right. Okay? It wasn't like he was playing for like a top notch college either. So it wasn't like he was. No, of- because another team would have took him. Yeah. We wouldn't even have had him. Um, but with the Trey Young situation, everybody said Luca was going to be great. Yeah. Guess what? He's great. <laughs> and then and, then, and, and we saw the body work. Away. It wasn't like he was playing against college guys. No. He was playing against men. Playing against men, and everybody said he was that guy. Yeah, and we gave him away. Yep, we gave him away. We gave him away. So Trey, give them credit for drafting him. No, I don't even. Think <laughs> I wanted to ask you that because I feel credit? like it's reverse credit. We get <laughs> the blame because we drafted him and did not keep him. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's what we end up getting. And the thing is, is I think Trey has a very high ceiling. He turned it on at the very end and I, I like where it's headed. And I really hope that I'm eating these words later. I really do because I I will sacrifice my pride for a great Atlanta team. I'll sacrifice for my city. I will take a winning team and I will do a mea culpa. Come on here. I have to apologize every single day if I have to. If if he turns it around, I will I will lead the charge of apologizing to Trey Young every single day. Every single day. And it'll be, a, it, I hope to be that. I hope it ends up being that with Zion here. Because I feel like the Zion-Trey Young situation together is much better than a Zion-Luka situation together. Yeah. I feel like Zion and Trey would be a freaking amazing. Um, So here's the hoping that that's, that's what is going to happen. What do you think is going to happen? Cause I see the odds here. You have that. Is that, is this a top five team? This is your top five teams odds. Okay. Let's go over those real quick. We have New York at 14%. So New York, Cleveland and Phoenix all have the same odds, right? Are those the top three teams? Gosh, what a Cleveland, Cleveland better not get them. Oh God. Oh my goodness, man. If Cleveland gets, I don't be, I'm going to be, they, don't they, they get him. the number one pick they don't deserve all him. the time. So no, I, I wouldn't like that. I will. I will. Phoenix doesn't deserve me either. They don't because Chicago they got Aiden last year. Yeah, Chicago doesn't because we don't know what the hell they're doing. But they don't even know what they're doing in Chicago, right? Is Jerry Reinsford even running the team? What's he doing out there? I feel team? like we definitely deserve him. Yeah. Are we literally the fifth team? We're literally the fifth team. Okay, so even though that percentage drops pretty significant, uh, the the top three teams all have the same percentage at fourteen percent. Chicago's got 12.5% and Atlanta's got 10.5%. Here's a hoping that we are dancing in the streets on Tuesday. I work Tuesday. I will walk off the job for this. <laughs> I walk off the job and walk, walk right outside and riot with the, with the rest of the city. It's what they should do. If we win the lottery here, that's what teams do when they're just not actually winning games. We're trying to win the lottery, right? That's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> But here's so, the interesting thing. So 
What do they do if, so let's just say they don't get the first mm-hmm. and they get the second pick and you've got, I, I'll I see your, your, you see the number two guy right there. Mm-hmm. He's a point guard. Instead what, do John do, Morant? what do you do there? Where do you have a point guard? It's going to be RJ Barrett, bro. I don't think we're going to take John Morant, even though we probably should. If we end up getting the number two pick, so that's where things get interesting in a draft such as this, because whenever you have a runaway number one, yeah. where you know f- uh, for a fact that player is going to be the number one player. Yeah. This wasn't what happened last year, because last year, I hate to keep beating this drum, but some people said Luca could have went number one last year, and that was talked about throughout the year. It yeah. wasn't a prohibitive uh, Aiden number one no, favorite. It no. wasn't. It was not prohibitive. Mm-hmm. Like it, this year... It's Zion. This is the Zion draft. Yeah, there's no doubt. There is no doubt that Zion's Zion is going to be the number one pick. Pecking order behind him. Right. Whoever, it gets interesting after Zion. Right. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is I've heard that Phoenix likes the number two guy from Murray State. I think they should because uh, but I'm just saying, I don't know if Zion, if, I feel like Zion, Phoenix would have to take Zion if they get well, the they, pick. But they're saying they, they're saying they like him. Number two versus Zion at number one. I'm sorry, they like him at number one versus. I can see why because I feel like if you your you your front court it will be too heavy. Like you need, I think that getting a point guard. If you feel like he's a the point guard that you want, yeah, plugging in at some point at certain times you got to pick for position, right? Instead of picking the best player, yeah, Aiden know. and you yeah. have Booker, yep, yeah. right. So they need a point guard. A point guard into that mix would be amazing if it's a good point guard. Right. Into that mix would be awesome. They'll be young, and they'll be um, an interesting team to watch. Right. I'll tell you that. If they get a, a good point guard there, they'll be, have an interesting team to watch. Because that's what they've been lacking. They've lacked a point guard in the, in the I don't see how you pass on it, though. I don't see how... I don't see how you... But, you know, Atlanta did pass on Luka last year, so it's possible. <laughs> I don't see how they do, but... Uh, that would be amazing if we even got the number two and they passed. I'll, it would just be it. funny that if, if we got number two, Phoenix again finds a way to mess up the draft. <laughs> right. I see you got RJ Barry. Are these the top? These are your five top prospects? five guys prospects coming out right now. So we got Zion at one, John Morant at uh, two, RJ Barrett at three, Darius Garland at four, and DeAndre Hunter at five. And let's go position wise. So we got two forwards. Um, Power forward at one for Zion. Power forward at five for DeAndre Hunter. Two point guards with John Moran at two. Uh, Darius Garland at four. And a shooting guard at three with RJ Barrett. I'll take RJ here. I mean, if I had to, I'm looking at the, this list. I would at least want to be picking the top three. Um, if we if we pick in the top three, I don't think we're taking John Morant. Because... I have to look at his, I got to look at it. You know what? I want to look at his stats to see what his height is and all that stuff. Um, can he, can he be moved to a two? I don't know. I have to because look at that. Trey cannot. Trey no, is too Trey, small. He no, has no, to no. play the one. He has to play the one yeah. for, for two reasons, for a, a size reason. And he's a great facilitator of the ball. He's yeah. a good one. He's a solid one. And, um, that is what a lot of teams are missing. That's what I liked about the Atlanta pick. So uh, I, even though I go in on the, tr- on us moving Luca, what I really like about the pick that we have is that Trey is a great facilitator of the ball, and you see so many teams missing that. So and he turned many into that. teams he, missing after game sixty. Trey that. turned into a great facilitator. Uh, he's six foot three, by the way. Uh, John Morant. Yep. Um, 
Maybe. Maybe. Maybe at the two. Maybe. It, yeah. I think that it's not, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. It undersized at the two, but, but maybe at the two. But if he's not, doesn't have a great well, they, shot and he's more of a facilitator, yeah. we have to, now we got two facilitators. Yeah, we got two facilitators and it doesn't make sense. I don't think that that makes sense either. I think we go RJ Barrett if we get that number two spot or we and pull get the, us another guard. We pull the here. trade back to Dallas. Dallas, you want Trey Young? And we'll trade you Trey Young for. <laughs> <laughs> On draft day, we offer Trey Young for Luca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if we can get a do over there. But I, I, I don't know. I guess that just depends if we're picking in the top three. I see you got your um, free agent list here. Now, are you thinking that there should be, can be some moves made on draft night? I would just, I would just have something up there. Just uh, and if we were going to talk about the draft more, I mean, free agents, or if you wanted to jump into the Lakers. Well, you know, they. I just I would love to jump into the Lakers because you know the Lakers dysfunction. It could do a whole show on that. Um, but looking at, I'm looking at the top free agents: Kevin Durant, Kawhi, Kyrie. Um, things started to get a little bit muddier after that because I don't think Chris stops at six, but he's staying. I don't think he's leaving Dallas. He just got there. Oh no, he's um, not going. Kimba, I think that Charlotte's going to overpay to keep him, even if he wants to stay, because it's going to be up. He's unrestricted, right? Um, well, that's thing too. So, and the thing is, he qualifies for a max contract if he gets uh, if he gets chosen for an an, an all NBA team, which is probably going to happen. He's probably going to make an all NBA thirteen. So he qual his contract stipulates he qualifies for a max, like a either like super max or. Kind of for Kimba. seems like Charlotte, Eugene, over they're gonna have to overpay. Like, you gotta overpay. Like, Charlotte's in the same situation that Atlantic is in, where there are certain markets that just don't attract free agents for, for some re- one reason or another. Right? We have trouble attracting free agents, so we, we have to draft, we have to draft and then hope to keep. Yeah, you know what I mean? Pull a Giannis situation, like, we gotta draft you a, a Giannis type player because Giannis yeah. ain't coming to Atlanta, so you gotta draft a player like that, right? Hope to keep a player like right. that, hope that that player attracts other players like that, right? You see, that's how it's yeah, gonna yeah. have to go yep. in, in Atlanta, and um, I feel like Charlotte's in a very similar situation. Some of these markets are in situations where they're just gonna have to overpay for and it's really up to Kimba if he wants to stay there. I mean, it's gonna be. Do I stay and get the most money here or do I go somewhere and try to win a championship? Someone said to Carmelo, he's in the Carmelo situation, just in a worse market. He's got to, he's got to leave if he wants a chip. It's not happening. It's not happening to Charlie. No. So we have, let's go to real quick. Let's touch on this and then I'll end on the Lakers situation. Sure. With the whole MVP race, is it Giannis or Harden? We're getting, we're still getting down to it. I'm still, I I said Harden. I'm still Giannis. I feel like it might be Giannis because Giannis is still playing. Yeah. I feel like we're going to have recency bias. And I've, and if you have Giannis, let's say Giannis goes all the way to the finals. How do you not make him? How do you not make him your MVP? Right. Right. How do you not make him your MVP? It'd be the last thing. You He'll play two more series. He'll play the finals. He'll play the Eastern. He'll play the conference series. Yep. And then he'll play the finals. Yeah. Because right, will be two full series more body of work that you'll have from Giannis that you won't have from Harden that he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt. Oh yeah. And he's taking, I mean, it is out of the East, but he's only lost one. Did they sweep Detroit or did they? Did they no, Detroit? they've only lost. I think they've only lost like one game one or game. something like that. And um, when you're on a tear like that, when you're on the tear like that and you're the best player on that team, yeah. um, I still feel like 
Harden is going to be the player that I'm going to go with now. And I remember telling you before that I was going to reserve my final pick to the very end. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's going to be whoever's playing longer, but um, I'm, I'm hardened, but I feel like it's the meter is leaning towards Giannis. Right now. It was impressive. No, I will not discount. It was impressive when CP three was out and Harden put that team on his back and he was just doing, he was like averaging 36 points a game mm-hmm. or the, it was just, that was a phenomenal run. Like it was just hard night every night. Right. Right. And if it's a regular season reward, I think that Harden did better in a regular season. I just think that the playoffs factor into these wards more than people would admit. So these last few minutes here, let's talk about the dumpster fire <laughs> that is the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> what did you see the, the 10 people? Is did you see the 10 people protesting? I did. <laughs> I did. If I had a day off and I was in LA, I'd go down there and help them support, help, help support the fans. Because at a certain point, if you're a Lakers fan, what a fall from grace. Yeah. What a fall from grace. Like a, a team that is the, the Yankees of the, NBA marquee franchise up there with Boston. It's Boston and LA marquee franchises, right? Both in the levels of dysfunction, but freaking LA is making Boston look like the Warriors right now with their level of dysfunction because it starts from the top. And if, if the top can't figure it out, this is any place you ever work. If the management is bad, if ownership is bad, if the people who are at the top, if you ever go into an office and you think like, man, I'm glad I don't work in here. And it's like the the head office of right. any organization that you happen to be a part of. Yeah. That's not a good sign. No, it's not a good sign. Well, and the thing is, too, it's like, it, it's okay. You can have an owner that's hands off, but you can't have one that's in and out, you know, either make the decision and be your be an owner that you want to be hands on. Or then just, or not, if you want to, I think most owners should not be, you should have a good GM or good president of operations and let them run your team. Mm. Cause it, you saw that with Steve Ballmer from the Clippers. Yes. He came in, was too, you know, gave too much control to doc rivers, mm. took that away from him, hired a better GM, hired a better president of operations and just stayed out of it. And you can see where you that, got that man, Jerry, where's got the logo over there? Yeah. The logo. Right. Do you know about something about Jerry West here is when Jerry West is the logo, you had a certain racial inequalities. I felt like maybe they just want it, to, it's a situation where you can never say, well, let me back up a little bit because in that era of the NBA, it was getting to where people perceived the league as being too black at that time. And then you got a, a white guy, Jerry West, who's the logo to some people who say he deserves it. Some people say you don't now. Jerry West is the truth. I don't know if you ever gone back and watched any of his games. Yeah. Jerry West is the truth. Yeah. Like, like he, he's more than a solid. He had, um, unfortunately his finals situation screwed him up cause he was losing a lot of finals, but he was still Jerry West. Right. You Jerry West. This wasn't just like you just gave made JJ Reddick the logo. Right. You know what I mean, right, right, it's right. not that kind of situation right. at all, but people felt like, you know, that there was other things at play in making him the logo. He has paid dividends as being a logo as an executive. Yeah. Like this guy, this guy was not only a Hall of Fame player, he's going to be a Hall of Fame executive. Yeah. And then now to me, more deserving for me 
as being the logo because he's done it in two places at Hall of Fame levels. Right. He did it as executive at a Hall of Fame level. He did it as a player at a Hall of Fame level. Right. And he was the driving force for the Lakers, you know, back then for for a long yeah. extended period of time. He was the guy on that team. Um. So he's also got that guy there. There's no Jerry West in L.A. Go get the. Why is he not in L.A.? Right. Why? Why, why is he not you, with the Lakers? He's in L.A., but you know what I mean. Why yeah, is he not with, with the Lakers? The Lakers or, not the organization? organization. He should be with the Lakers. They need an adult who is popular because, from what I hear, people don't even like to take Polinka's phone calls. From what the talking heads will lead you to believe, yeah, is that people don't even like the guy. Yeah. Why? You have an unlikable guy at the head of your organization. Right. How are you going to get things done? People don't have to work with you. People don't have to take your phone calls. And if I'm like, uh, you want Kawhi? No, thanks. We'll send them to, we're going to send them to Toronto. Right. No, thanks. You want Anthony Davis? I want everybody in your equipment guy. And let's just go ahead and throw in a couple buses. Yes. We need all that for, for Anthony Davis because we don't want you to take Anthony Davis. Right. You know what I mean? You're going to have to give up your entire organization to get him. Right. So we know that you're not going to do that. Right. Right. You have an owner in Jenny Buss who was looked at as being a million times better than Jim when he was running the team, right? Both of them can't hold a candle to Jerry, but of course, that's not their fault because it's not all the time that you'll have a player or uh, an owner. These iconic owners throughout the history, be it the Steinbrenners. Um, of the world, the Jerry Jones of the world, like they're, they're, they're giants. Yeah. Okay. And they cast long shadows yeah. and it's hard for anybody, more or less their children, but it's hard for anybody to come in after these iconic owners right. and be as good as they were. Absolutely. Um, so that you're already trying to live up to that, but you have Jenny takes over for our brother. Who's everybody, uh, perceived that to be a dumpster fire. To another dumpster fire because of it. What seems like indecision. Yeah. It seems like too many people make it. What is this Rambus situation? Uh, What is this Kurt Kurt and Linda? Is that his wife? Is Linda? Mm -hmm. Kurt and Linda? What is the Rambus situation going on right now? Yeah. What is this? We're going to pick your assistant coach situation going on right now. Who wants to be micromanaged and you tell me, hey, by the way, this is going to be the person working with you. Yeah. By the way, you have to take Jason Kidd. Well, I don't get to pick any of my staff. You don't get to pick your staff. Right. Like, yo, you can pick the rest of them, but we've already picked this guy and we're going to put him in there with you. Right. Ah, uh, I don't know. Ty Lue situation. Uh, they they uh, fumbled it there, right? And instead of getting Ty Lue, they have Frank Vogel. Now, to the uninitiated on Frank Vogel, he looked horrible the last time we saw him. Yeah. Horrible. And, and then you bring Jason Kidd. Same, same. And now you bring in a um a coaching by committee. I'm not really sure if they're. I'm not sure what 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 is what is happening. I don't know. If, is it a situation here, Eugene? Because I tried to put the best spin on this as I as I could. Right. Frank Vogel is a good defensive coach. Uh, Jason Kidd knows the offense. Right. Are these like uh coordinators? Is this like a team that doesn't have a coach but has a defensive coordinator and an offensive coordinator like to do an NFL well, like but NFL usually has a coach but you know what I mean like right. but come on we all know who the real coach is of this team is it Jason Kidd? No, it's LeBron James. It is LeBron <laughs> James. It is LeBron James. Probably even more so now. But why? Why bring in Frank Vogel? 
I he had I, his great years at Indiana. He did. He, had, have he great, was in those Roy Hibbert, Paul George, he did have Lance Stevenson years, years. And then he got. Then he went to the Orlando dumpster fire. Right. Which, I mean, I I can't blame him for what he got. What he got. What he got when he went to Orlando. I mean, if you if you give if you're giving a dump, if you're giving just nothing to play work with in Orlando, mm-hmm. then it's hard to you know to make a team out of that. You know, it is, you know, so they've just finally started rebuilding. So at least, you know, they're, they're finally putting all their chips in. So the you rebuild. don't really blame, uh, I, Frank Vogel for the Orlando. Situation. I don't blame him for the Orlando situation. I am kind of skeptical of Jason Kidd. I just, where was he last seen? Was he in Milwaukee last? About Milwaukee. Okay. So he had the Giannis and he couldn't figure that out. It doesn't help too that they're ascending now that you're not there. It's never. Yeah. We just talked about never that earlier in the show. Great it's never a good situation when your team, when your team gets much better after you leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never not a great situation. So uh yeah. Uh my conspiracy theory is is LeBron is is moving the chips behind the scene. Because he's always wanted Jason Why Kidd. Why not just hire Jason Kidd? He probably couldn't get it done outright himself. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. It's like, why? If you didn't, if you wanted Jason Kidd, how is Jason Kidd not? If you, if I'm going to say I'm going to insert my guy as a second in command, why not just make you the first in command? Well, maybe he went to them and said, well, if you're hiring them, I want Jason Kidd. And then at some point, well, he doesn't want to play bad this year to get Frank Viola fired. You mean Frank Vogel? Well, I'm sorry, Vogel. Mm-hmm. To get him fired. And then there you go. You have Jason Kidd, right? And this is your number one. If that's what happens, you should have just not wasted anybody's time. Don't no. wait. I'm not a Lakers fan, but don't waste the fan base's time right. with stuff like this, with yeah. hijinks like this. If you know you want Jason Kidd, make a decision and put him in the driver's seat. Don't hire a guy and say you got to take Jason Kidd. I feel like this is part of what made Ty Lube like, I'm a championship winning coach, even though that championship was with LeBron. I'm a championship winning coach. I don't have to deal with this. I need a five-year deal. Like, what's... The was market he the coach bears. The, when he won the championship? Mm-hmm. He was a coach. Okay. He was a coach. He he took over after David. He took over David Black. That's right. He, he was a coach for a good portion of so those again, years. You guys, you fumbled on a championship. Again, we can, you can look at that and go, okay, he had LeBron, blah, blah, blah. You can look at the resume. Still took him to, still took him to the championship. So it took him back to back to back finals. Right. So, I mean, it counts, even though you're, I mean, if I'm on that to coaching LeBron, I'm going to get us to, at least the playoffs. Yes. From here for today. Right. You know what I mean? I'm going to get us somewhere. If I was on the Cleveland team coaching yep. LeBron, uh, not in the West, but you know, from the East, absolutely. I'm going to get us to the playoffs. So he has that. And I can see people discounting it a bit, but at the same time, he's worth more than what they offered. They offered him a uh, three year, 18 versus the typical five year, 25, which has been offered to Luke and Monty Williams. And he should have got that. Kings he should have got the, the five year deal. He, he's earned he it. He should have got at least the five year yeah. deal. Um, It's insulting. A bit. And it's also insulting to be like, we're going to insert Jason Kidd. It's insulting to this. Tyler Lou's not a rookie. No. Not a rookie head coach. No. Don't tell him who he's going to have to hire and who he's going to have to to coach with. Right. You can't. De- you Chemistry develops. Right. You can't put a bunch of ingredients. No. In a, um, in a bowl and hope it just turns out a team. So in the next two minutes here, because we're kind of running over time. Um, how do we fix the Lakers? What do the Lakers need to do? What would GM Morton do to fix the Lakers' I, problems? I would hire Ty Lue. I mean, that, I, well, I, let's let's go where we are now because it's, where, it's over now. It's like, over Ty, now? Yeah, they got Frank. So Vogel. right now you've got well, you've got free agents. You got they've, they've got to sign a top free agent. They've got to get one of those guys in there. They've got to get 
Yeah, somebody. Either Kawhi Leonard. Anthony Davis ain't Anthony coming. Davis. Because, well, not this year. Because I don't feel like, I don't feel like the Pelicans are going to deal him. I don't think the Pelicans well, are going to deal him to the Lakers. Well, Lakers don't have the best. They don't have the best package. Boston has the best package. Which, who you can get now? Is Kyrie unrestricted? He's, uh, un, yeah. he's unrestricted. So let's just. Kyrie's well, off the board then. He's off the board. They can't just move him. Is what no. you're saying, right? No, no, he's not, he's got the player option. Okay, so he can decline his player option and be a free agent, which he's probably which he's probably going to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they but they've got the picks and the players that they could they can offer and get Antonio. Or I was saying Antonio Brown again. <laughs> I got right him in my head. Um, Anthony Davis. They have the the capital to get Anthony Davis in Boston. Okay, so then since New Orleans won't deal Anthony Davis directly to L.A. Who else do you feel like they've got a shot at? I'm just looking slim. It's looking slim. Uh, I've heard the two. They obviously the way I hear um, Kawhi. Uh, I've heard Kawhi, but I, 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 I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Jimmy Butler. I can see Jimmy Butler and and Kevin Walker, and it's still and it, and it just looks like it's a dysfunctional team. So okay, so it, let's I mean, let's two, say best case scenario. Let's say the best case scenario you get both. Jimmy Butler and Kemba Walker. Yeah. So now you have LeBron, Kemba, Bucket, uh, Kemba Walker, and Jimmy Butler, and you have the the young guys. I take it because they're they're cheap right now. They're yeah. all on rookie so deals, right? On cheap. on cheap. So you you keep your young core, and then you add these guys, right? At least you're going to the playoffs. Yeah, going to LeBron playoffs. healthy. Healthy LeBron probably would have went to the playoffs this year. They were number three, number four in the West. You would have went to the playoffs he, this, he year the playoffs if, this year. LeBron has stayed healthy. Yeah. Um. So healthy LeBron. Arrested LeBron. Does it get them over the hump though? Does it make them better than Golden State? Let's say Golden State, no Katie. Does it make them better? Oh wow. It makes it interesting. It makes it interesting. I don't know if you can make it better. It depends on what they do with their bench. Like they need depth. Yeah. But you have a massive contract coming off the books if Katie doesn't stay. But now you gotta play you have to pay Clay Thompson now. Which you will. But you will. You better. You better. If I'm if I'm the Warriors, there's no way on God's green earth. That Clay walks out of that door. No, he should at least not without me dragging me. I'm gonna be like on that foot. You're gonna have to drag me with you. I'm gonna yeah. try to give you everything I possibly can to convince you to stay here. Yeah, I, I, I heard the the rumblings that he's not happy, but he doesn't. He doesn't act that way in the court. He doesn't act that way. His, his father teammates. came out and refuted some of that too. His father came out and said that, yeah. that some of that was a little bit more rumors than right. not happy being a third fiddle. I, I assume that yeah. you're talking about that. Those yeah. rumors that were kind of going around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But now uh, it's now it's all pointing that Katie's leaving and he goes back to being at number two. And those two are, I just, I'd be surprised. They're, don't break been, up that backcourt. Don't break up the backcourt. It's like one of the best in I've ever in done. history. In history, don't break it up. And and I feel like they're they're on the same page there. When it comes to the Lakers, the Lakers, um, I feel that GM Morton is right. There has to be a free agent that you get. You, you have gotta to sign one name. of these guys. You have to get a name. If you don't get a name, you're wasting LeBron's time. Yeah. You're wasting his time because if, he's gonna have to try to drag them to the 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 playoffs again. They're gonna get eliminated, and we're doing all this all again the right. year after. If I'm if they don't get a free agent, the draft is draft is what it is. There's not anybody, after and that's Zion. where a lot of these chips are gonna fall. You know that, right? Right. Once and what I so my hope is 
is that the chips start to fall before we get to the draft. I hope the chips start to fall when the lottery happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you'll know where Zion's going. Yeah. Once teams know where Zion's going, maybe other teams will be. I think that what's holding the NBA hostage right now, there's a few things holding the NBA hostage. The draft. Yep. We got to see where Zion's going. KD single-handedly holding the, the NBA hostage. Yep. The longer got, the Warriors in the playoffs. Got to see where KD is going. Anywhere is Kyrie going? To a lesser degree than the other two players, but I feel like it is something, you know what I mean? If, if I think Kyrie is something because you got to see if he joins somebody, if Katie goes to New York and Kyrie goes to New York, then other teams will start to kind of figure they out go. what they have to do. Then they got to, Oh crap. We got to have to do. Yep. Um, not that Kyrie. And, and you know what? To Let me put Kyrie at the fourth spot. Let me put Kawhi at the third spot. Let me say that is Zion. Where's Zion going to go? Where's KD going to go? Where's Kawhi going to go? Yeah. Then where Kyrie is going to go and where Kyrie is going to go as a, as a, um, an additional piece, not Kyrie of his, in, of his own. Gotta be somewhere where Kyrie Mm -hmm. goes to see if he's going to join somebody else is holding the NBA kind of hostage. So I think a lot of this smoke is going to clear. Some of the smoke is going to clear, of course, on the 14th because Zion's such a great player that we know that whoever gets the first pick is going to take him. Oh, yeah. So it's we'll figure out where Zion's going on the 14th. We're not even going to have to wait to the draft. Then we get to the draft night to see what moves need to be made. Like who's going to try to trade picks on, on the draft. Then we get to free agency to see where's KD going, where's Kawhi going, where is I think Clay's staying, but he's still in the conversation. Um, and where Kyrie's going. Yep, I agree. And then all the smoke then clears the smoke after clears that. And, and then, then we'll see what LA really has to do. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get back to it. It's Reginald TL. I almost fumbled saying my own my own <laughs> name here. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> this is Reginald ATL coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, via iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Spotify. See you next time.